Hey, welcome to this week's episode of Reimagineer It, where we literally blow up your favorite attractions or places. This week, we're going to reimagineer the Land Pavilion. Was that intro too much? <laughs> was it a little much? No, I mean, that was good. I mean, I don't know if we're blowing them up per se, Imploding. but we should. We're just leveling them. Leveling. That's yeah. a better word. That involves I like, dynamite. I like it's blowing funny. up things because I can't, I'm not allowed to. It's, it's like a dream. <laughs> <laughs> I'm using my imagination. We should do the oh, imagination. That's not, yeah, I was going to say, like, hey. Hey. All right, man. This is oh, sorry. Fun. People who are listening on uh, the podcast version, not the video version. I just showed my shirt that has figment on it, and it was relevant to what Dave just said. You should watch on YouTube. Yes. You should. Just saying. Which is now YouTube. We actually premiere these on YouTube, so we're live in the chat. The video's not live, but we're live in the chat. It's uh, it's fake. Okay, let's jump in with the history and just dive right in. So, Wait, what are we reimagineering? The Land Pavilion. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, all right. <laughs> the pavilion was dedicated or is dedicated to human interaction with the earth. That is a wow. rear sentence. Focusing on agriculture, agriculture and travel. It opened, opening day of Epcot, October 1st, 1982, as part of the phase one features for the grand opening of what was then known as Epcot Center. The land, dedicated to human interaction with the land itself, explores how humans can both use the land for benefit, but how also we can destroy it. I feel like we're really good with it. The 2 million square foot facility features four attractions, soaring around the world, living with the land, a film called Awesome Planet, and the Behind the Seeds Tour. The land is located in the future World West, which is planned to be redesigned to world nature, right? Is that what it's going to be called yeah. in Epcot's new yep. cool fun yep. thing? All right. Yep. All right. It's gone through three significant phases. The first incarnation involved a 10-year sponsorship under Kraft Foods from 1982 to 1992. In 1993, that was the year I graduated high school, Ooh, um, plans were made. So funny. <laughs> <laughs> plans were made to update and modernize the overall tone of Epcot Center, including a major refurbishment of the land pavilion. Kraft withdrew the sponsorship and Nestle took over. Okay, can we stop right there? How is it that Nestle took over as a sponsor, dumped all this money into it, and didn't have their like crazy bunny mascot yeah. to have to be as a part of it? Like, what if it's chocolate milk? I know. It, the land ride could have been in chocolate milk. It could have been like Willy Wonka. You know, go, they go through the like river of chocolate. Yes. Have y'all had the strawberry milk? Uh, I love strawberry milk. Really? Uh, I don't drink the chocolate milk. I actually only get the strawberry milk. Okay. All right. I feel you. Okay. Back on track. Co-financed by Nestle, the Walt Disney World Resort, a gradual refurbishment of the pavilion began September 27, 1993. Almost done. Halfway done. The Kitchen Cabaret Review, another of the pavilion's original attractions featuring audio animatronics presented about nutrition, closed on January 3rd of 1994. Were you finally alive by then? Nope. (laughs) Nope. It was replaced with a new show titled Food Food Rocks. Rocks which features some of the elements from the original show with an updated presentation intended to be more modern and appealing to younger audiences. I'm going to guess how well that went over. <laughs> the most significant change to the land Ask during me if its, it was appealing to me. Oh, sorry. Ask me if it was appealing to me. Was it appealing to you? I never watched it. Okay. I, I was never interested what enough about on to YouTube? watch it. No, I, I mean like when I was younger. Okay. I 
was never interested in it. Okay. Well, food rocks, by the way. And so now Soren is there, so it's better. <laughs> the most significant change to the land was during its 2004 to 2005 refurbishment was the closure of the an, an entire demolition of food rocks, which happened on January 3rd, 2004. And Matthew ruined my entire story by telling you it was taken place by Soren, a major attraction that was originally designed and built for Disney California Adventure Park, which is still there. And that's where you have to go to watch the California version that used to be at Epcot. Whew, that's a lot of history. So now that we got that out of the way, Sorry. Dave, why don't you tell us how you would reimagine the Land Pavilion? Okay. Going to be honest, guys. This isn't... <laughs> My best idea. <laughs> I've, I honestly found this challenging, which I guess is good, but mostly because the land is probably my favorite spot in Epcot. And so I'm all like, well, I love everything in it. I love the the living with the land. I love Soren. Like I even took my son the last time we were there and we watched the little, the new movie, Awesome Planet. Like I, I, I like almost everything about it. So... Math, Brandon, Matthew, will you do me a favor? Yeah. Light the sticks of dynamite and let's level this thing. Boom. Okay. And I'll start off by saying this oh, because on. I don't really mention it. There it is. I don't really mention it in my story, but we're getting rid of this two-story thing. Like, it just doesn't Nonsense. make sense. You, you enter yeah. on the second story of where there's literally, if you go left, you get bathroom and elevator. And Garden Grill. If you go right, you get Awesome Planet, and that's it. Everything is downstairs. So we're just going to enter on that level, okay? All right, so here we go. I feel like this should be, like, cool music, like you would be at, like, Pandora, right? It'd be like, as you walk toward the totally new designed <laughs> pavilion. Where's Mike when we need him? Exactly. Thank you. Anyway, all right. I'll be serious. As you walk toward the new totally redesigned pavilion you slowly become immersed in nature and what i mean by that is you know when you're out there and you walk up that long slope that takes you to the unnecessary second story as far as we know i'm clearly there's a reason why it's like that but as you're making that walk think of how the transition from discovery island to pandora Think of that. Yeah. Okay. The, the, like that's what it's going to be like. So you're f being fully immersed in ah. nature. Okay. Okay. So okay. by the time you get to the entrance, you will fully feel transported into the land. All right. <clears throat> okay. You will enter on the ground floor. Thank you, Tom Cruise. With Soren still to your left, that's not going anywhere. But you have now entered into a full botanical experience so what i mean is the wow. roof is now a glass structure that allows plenty of natural light for all of these living botanicals botanicals <laughs> wow the entire seating area is now surrounded and invaded almost by trees flowers and plants that help tell the story uh, of the importance of living in harmony with the land. Okay, so you see I'm going with the educational yeah. piece, which yeah. is a lot of what mm -hmm. Epcot used to be. The living with the land attraction. Are you guys ready? Ready. Do you think you can handle this? I don't know. It's not going anywhere. Okay, good. Okay. Oh, okay. I can handle that. Now, <laughs> what's going to happen is two major things. It's going to be updated with new scenes and a new script. Disney that must be narrated by Mike. This is not an option to nope. use anybody else. Okay? Mike makes that ride. Anyway, the ride would change 
to the original proposed name. Does anybody know what it used to be? Listen or what they want? Listen, listen to, with, listen listen with to the, the listen to the land. The land. Yes. Yeah. And that would be the focus on the new script and story. So there's the ride. Now, originally, there was going to be, there was also supposed to be a landkeeper character. Oh, fine. And that was going to be the mascot, for lack of a better term. Figment's cousin. Yes. I, so I would bring that character into the story and have him represented, or her, represented in the main area through interactive features telling all about the trees and flowers and plants that are in the land pavilion. So imagine almost like an interactive museum piece. I know this is probably a snooze fest for children, but you go over it and there's an iPad-like device and you touch it, and it's like the landkeeper guy or girl telling about this here tree is all about this and it's important for this. And what it does is bring what, like you, you get what I'm saying, right? I don't know why my voice went to that weird thing, but that's what it did. Lord help me. Okay. But, There's um, a wildest ride in the wilderness. There it is. <laughs> so he would share info on the plant species and how they benefit the land and us. All right. Are you with me? All right, here we go. Gotcha. Now, COVID times, it's a bit different, but I've always loved the the different foods that is offered at sunshine seasons, but the cafeteria feel has always just been really ugly to me. Are you with me? I get it. Okay. So I would, it would be fully redesigned and every meal would offer something that you see in the newly updated listen with the land boat ride and would be shared in the food description and at, like on the menu and to add to the full experience of the land pavilion. So when you go and get your whatever garden burger or if you get a hamburger, it's going to be like the lettuce on this came from our land area where we're growing all this lettuce every year. You know, how Mike says how much lettuce is grown there. I should memorize that script. Anyway, so the all the foods would incorporate something from the listen with the land. Listen to the land. Now, like I said, Soren would stay as is and there would be no second floor. Since there's no second floor, the garden grill has to go somewhere. And why I think that's worth keeping is because it's a character experience meal. Like that's that's worth keeping. And it was cool because if you weren't aware of this or never eaten there, it actually slowly spins. Yeah. And so yeah. and there's a when you're riding on living with the land, when you're going by the house area, which fun fact, the um uh, house number is eighty two, which was the year that Epcot opened. Um <laughs> and the dog is the dog from Carousel of Progress. That's right. And the house is rumored to be the home from Carousel of Progress. Yeah. But it's like never it been confirmed. Be. Um, but anyway, you can see that's the section of the ride that you actually can see in that restaurant, and it, it turns. So what I would do is, since we're redesigning the Living with the Land ride and the script and everything, I would put that restaurant so it's even more immersed somewhere in the land because it's got to stay. That'd be really cool. And added to that character meal to give to land this feel and have this landkeeper character there landkeeper would be one of the characters at the character meet and greet children i love it okay and now so um i would also feature the landkeeper in the behind the seeds tour and this would sprinkle the new character throughout all of the land you're welcome um don't you mean it would Hundreds and thousands? Yes, hundreds and thousands. Hundreds and thousands. So that that is my really lame attempt to re- reimagineer the land. But at least there's no more second floor. I'm sorry that the, the film is gone, but uh, yeah. I just, like, there's no need for that second floor. Let's just... Yeah. Well, I'm sure structurally and whatever's going on behind Epcot or underneath, yep. I'm sure there's a reason it's built like that, but we get to do anything we want to when we blow up these lands, right? Sure. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. what I came up with. Okay. I hear. Right. 
Here's my question. Yeah. So you have the you have the new Sunshine Seasons and the Garden Grill. They're very close to each other food-wise. What are you going to like what how's the food going to be different? Separate food, different menus. Well, like unfortunately, I didn't think too much about the food. So I would keep Sunshine Seasons as it is, but I would redesign the whole like grab a tray and and yeah. go through that cafeteria experience. But what I would do in the menu is make sure that I mean obviously like when you get the what are they the crustables prepackaged food for yeah. the kids like that kind of stuff wouldn't but every like legit meal would be like the goal would be to require something that was grown in the pavilion or made in the pavilion just it. to tie that together like so yeah that's so i didn't really think too much about because i like i like because there's like there's some asian food that's in that yeah. you can get like a yeah. veggie burger i think and then of course you can get a and then but then there's like you can get um chicken legs for kids so there's like it's one of my favorite places for kids meals offerings it's yeah. like the, one of the few places you can go there's actually multiple things that you really can't get anywhere else for kids and as a dad who usually brings his kids it's so nice that they can, oh you can get like a chicken leg that's literally baked and not fried yeah chicken fingers so it's it's really yeah. great awesome neat yeah, i like it that's my lame like attempt it. shall shall i take a turn take you a whack at this i you love can, it you can take a turn okay uh dave your idea was great I have to, it's not even like a criticism, but I have to, you'll, you'll hear why I can't, I can't go with that. So because the, the land is in world nature now, I find it a little odd that the land is inside. <laughs> Agreed. Why, why is it, why is it inside? Okay. So, I mean, it's cool that we're reimagining the land pavilion, but it's not going to be a pavilion anymore. The land will be an area. Um, so, uh, I'm going to pretend for a second that elevation isn't a factor and well, I mean, I don't really know how big of a deal it is anyways, cause you have to walk up to the land and go down to Soren and living with the land. Anyway, we're leaving living with the land and Soren just like Dave. Um, but a building for, uh, a building for everything else isn't necessary. It feels like a mall. I mean, it, that's basically what it feels like yes um so this okay so what i'm saying is we level that area everything is on the ground level just like dave said no building it's going to be an incredible natural area so when i say that it means there's going to be some nice shade so (laughs) though it won't be air conditioned it will be outside and shaded and nice because that's how that area is outside of the land pavilion already it's nice and shaded that's one of the things i really love about that area okay so how is this all going to work so we have soren and living with the land are right next to each other now and that's where they're going to stay but we're going to move the queues and have them have their own, you know, their own entrances, you know, because Soren will have its own major marquee entrance. Living with the land will have its own sort like it'll have its own marquee entrance. So I love it. OK. Um, and then what are we going to do? We're just going to leave Soren and living with the land right where they are. And then we will go ahead and. Add a new walk-up quick service location. Okay. Um, and because you have this incredible, awesome nat- natural area, that's all going to be outdoor seating where you can hang out in the shade, eat some delicious foods. I don't know if it'll be sunshine seasons. Maybe. Maybe that's it fair. will. Maybe it won't. But it'll have that same feel. 
Um, an outdoor cafeteria, perhaps, is nicer than an indoor cafeteria. <laughs> <You're> true. Because <laughs> you'll okay. be living with the land. Uh, yep. Sorry. The land. So, yeah. I mean, that's what I got. I don't think we need Awesome Planet. I mean, yeah. it's a great film. I love it. I love how they have all the interactive things in there. But sounds amazing. It sounds great. Yeah. It looks great. They have cool effects in there, but I don't think it's necessary. Um, I don't think Garden Grill is necessary because there actually is already a character meal in yeah. Epcot. Several, yeah. So I, I think that'd be okay to leave too. Um, but yeah, I think we keep living with the land. We keep soaring. We reroute the line so we have room to put this quick service location and it's right in between both. So hopefully this quick service location will somewhat hide the show buildings for Soren and living with the land. Yeah. Cause those are big buildings. They are <laughs> that indeed. They are. They are. That's all I got. That's good. I like it. That's it's good. Fun. I mean, yeah, I like the I like outside it. feel that you just pummel the building all together and yeah. you do Let I me, mean, the, the one advantage is that, that I think you need to keep in your new design is there is tons of places to sit in there, which is great. So make yeah. sure you like, I feel like a lot of these places now, but, but it's probably COVID related, but you go there and it's like, dang, I can't like, you can't find a seat anywhere to sit out and eat right now. But that's probably because everything's half of it's blocked off. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it could be, it could be a good, uh, like I said, that um, walk up quick service would also have that massive seating area in this um, naturally shaded area. So I think that would be fun. Another thing I think living with the land, you know, I, I, the queue isn't that big of a deal because it doesn't typically have the longest line, but it, right. it has a super lame queue. <laughs> it does. Yeah, so it does. I think just to build like a small area that would be just a little bit nicer and give the land or living with the land that queue that it deserves, you know, incorporate the land logo, things like that. I, I would love to see there that. There is one thing. Was it when we went there and your friend met us, who was a former cast member, there's all of this stuff written on the wall. Is yeah, it, yeah. Yeah. There's like a bunch that of quotes. part of the queue is cool. Yeah. It's like from children, isn't it? Uh, the, the quotes. Yeah. I mean, no, it's from like, you have stuff from uh, Walt Disney oh, in okay. there and that part was cool, Angelo, but the rest and, of it is just a, yeah rectangular like <laughs> zip line yep. yeah i mean it's yep. pretty pretty brutal and i i always get confused as to how that line works because it's like sometimes i go up and around sometimes i go up down up down around the queue and back around it's like can we? and then there's a giant wall in the middle of it and, and then, sometimes you don't have to go behind the wall sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you, you do have to go by the wall it's like what is going on and yeah, yeah. anyway yeah. that's okay. good man that's what good. i got that's good that's brandon good. Your yeah, last. Now, now I have to go after both of you guys, and we've already established that there's not a whole lot to do with this area. That's right. So I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna incorporate some from everybody, and then add a couple more things of my own. So first of all, we've all agreed we have got to get rid of the building. I agree with Matthew. The land is inside. The land is not on the land. So building gone. Now I'm going to leave living with the land. I'm going to place it at the back of the, the open area that's created by getting rid of the building, the entrance to the living with the land attraction. The queue will be all outside with the little, the sunshade covers kind of like they have over toy story land, uh, for slinky dog. But with flora and fauna, trees, things like that. But I picture the marquee for the living with the land almost looks like the rainforest cafe entrance at Animal Kingdom. 
if okay, you know what I'm, I'm hearing it. The one, the one that you go in the park, you know, the one that you can go in the park. So that's what I kind of picture the land logo with one of those kind of marquees up there. I like uh, it. And then, so that'll be the entrance for living with the land. So that will be there. Now this may be a super duper unpopular opinion, <gasps> but I'm not sure what Soren has to do with land. Oh no, dude, I'm not dude, sure dude. What Soren. Now don't you fret. go over land. Don't fret. <laughs> I'm not getting rid of Soren. Oh, I'm not, that God. ride will still be an Epcot. I'm just going to move it over where mission space is. I don't see oh. the point of that ride any longer. That's for another reimagine this for another day, but I'm moving the Soren ride to where mission space is. So the only attraction at the land pavilion in order to convene with nature, I don't think we had to put a bunch of mechanical stuff in there. I just think a nice boat ride through a, you know, nature is all that that area needs. So that's what I'm going to do. Featured attraction. We're leaving. Live- <laughs>